somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes me <laughs> It's Cross Culture. Do you know how we like to start? It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross Culture. It's what? Cross culture. Hey. Cross culture. Mm-mm. I just add that shit to my uh, playlist. I ain't gonna lie. Not you want to add it into the rotation. Like what? Do 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 do. Oh, that was a remix. Well, hello, hello, guys. How you guys doing today? My name is Damio. and I am Erica Mona, and this is Cross Culture. Back again with another episode. How you doing, girl? How you feeling? What's making you smile? How was your week? Ooh, this week felt long and short. Don't you know those weeks when you have a Monday off? It still feels super long sometimes. This was one of those weeks. Like, we didn't have work on Monday, but it was just... This week, we earned this Friday. I'll say that much. We earned Friday. you have Friday. Friday off? No, I went to work. Damn. But, oof. It's been a long week, but I'm happy I'm here. How's adjusting to the new um, school? You know, education is a job, y'all. That's the best I can say. Damn. Education is a job. I be. Well, so what made you smile? Well, um, what was the highlight of your week? Highlight of my week. The highlight of my week this week. Um, I don't know, girl. This week was rough. Um, Let's get back. Circle back to me. Let me hear yours. Um, my week, I got a call. I don't know if y'all could hear it. Highlight of my week. My week was good. Um, did it feel long? It felt like a regular week. Let me, I'm trying to think. What was the highlight of the week? What made me smile? You know, I've been having a good time with my clients today. I mean, in general. I try. I feel like I'm really an advocate for therapy. Mm. Especially for my male clients. Yeah. I'm like, you need therapy, motherfucker. You see, like, you need to get therapy. And um, my male client, he was like, nah, fuck that shit. I don't want to get therapy. Shit, you my therapist. I'm like, oh, thank you. I don't have the credentials. I was like, I'm not Aww. your therapist. But it was cute that he said that because motherfuckers do be venting. Um, damn, sorry. I didn't mean to start off cursing immediately. Oh, uh, true. <laughs> um, but I think my highlight is just me being an advocate for therapy and really just trying to encourage people like, you need to get therapy. Um, trying to see what I think this week I felt good. Um, I think I'm I'm dropping some pounds. Okay, I'm dropping like I bought me some new pair of jeans, uh, from Target. Now that's the highlight, girl, for eight ninety nine. Oh, that's lit. Eight ninety. No, that's lit. I got the jeans on right now, and it's solid. Oh, they good jeans. Exactly. It's those not, are good it's, jeans. It's not jeggings. Yeah, no, those saying? are good jeans. Those are good jeans. Je- I think the regular price is like forty dollars. Hell like, yeah. Eight ninety nine. And I'm no, like, that's a steal. I got a small, a different size. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so that was the highlight, G. I ain't gonna lie. Eight nine nine, you can't beat that. For jeans? What? No, for real. Even yeah. though she and all those, it's not eight nine nine. It's not eight nine. For she it'd be jeggings. 
For real, yeah, for eight ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, Even Old Navy, be like, ah, no, that's a good. One. That that makes sense. So that that I'm like, I caught this sale. That was the highlight, and I'm teaching my son ABC too. So that's another highlight. Mm-hmm. But circle back to you, girl. Well, um, my highlight is well, I'm starting to plan my thirtieth birthday, and True. we booked. The stuff I told you guys we booked the stuff for my one of my best friends, 30th. So I'm also starting to plan the details of mine. So that's I guess the highlight that I'm starting to fi- get some the ball rolling on my 30th birthday. How many people do you have coming? I believe it's six. Okay, and it's like yeah. the, the people you really wanted to come, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. That's exciting. Um, I'm excited for that. You know. Yeah, I didn't want it to be a big number before it'd be like, oh, the people I really wanted. Yeah. I, I mean, of course, if I could have everybody, I would have everybody. But I think for, so I didn't, you know. A total of seven. Yeah, for a group trip, I really didn't want more than like five, six of us, to be honest. I think that's a good number. Yeah. Does it make it easier and like, yeah, cohesive? Exactly. And I'm sorry, y'all. In the background, my son is here. So you're definitely going to hear some. Some kid stuff. I cross culture baby. Right. Um, our little engineer too, because he, he be trying to set up, you know, <laughs> our role caster and but yes. That be how do we like to start? You guys, we like to start with the hot, 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 topic. hot topics. So y'all know we Nigerians and we, you know, every now and then we like to talk on like, you know, our, our Nigerian culture and our nation and the politics and th- you know, things going on. So right now it's the election. Uh, mind you, my son and mom and I were supposed to go like this month mm. to Nigeria, but because the, it's during the election, like our other family members were like, you know, waited out because the election could be crazy. Yeah, you know, like it's just a lot of like ruckus and like craziness going on, kidnapping. Now, not saying that everyone, like you know, I I try not to put that narrative narrative out there to like scare people that if you go to Nigeria, you're gonna get kidnapped like that's not the case no but you but, know it could get crazy around it. like it's a political thing ex- exactly exactly so just want to give some updates so um the candidates right now is atiku abubaka so atiku abubaka he was the vice president when obasanjo was president okay what's it was president? how many years ago a long long time ago like when I was still in Nigeria, yeah. like I feel like I was a kid when he was a pre- like yeah. I was a kid when he was president. So I'm just like, y'all old ass. Why are you trying to run for this position? Political power. Bola Tinubu. So now that has been made one of like the main controversial ones. So Bola Tinubu, he's like the godfather of like you know politics in Lagos states. Mm. I don't know what to compare to in in America. Like a Rudy Giuliani, a Cuomo. A- I don't know who those no, 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 no. Okay. Like he's like the you know like the organ on the top. Yes. The one that is like you know, politics is a game. We know this in all nations, in all countries. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like there's always that like someone like, okay, you respect, you know, that will be like, you know what, this is who we gonna pick for our political party to run. So he's been that guy. He was the governor of Lagos at a point many, many years ago, okay. I believe so. Um, but he has been like he's like the godfather of like all the other governors. Like he's it's corruption. Okay. Let me just put it that way. He's known to be corrupt. So now he's running for presidency. And now it's obvious that he feels like this is my turn. Like, mm. I've been in the game for so, so many years. But you see, you know, of course, when they go for their different, like, uh, what do they call it? Like, their little, um, what do you call it? When they go to do their, not parades. Oh, um, campaign. Campaigns. I'm talking about parades. It is a parade, actually. About <laughs> campaign. This man cannot speak proper English. Proper English. There's no way that she wants to be a president of a whole nation. 
And you can't even speak English. And knowing that English is the official language of the country too. Let's say English was let's say it was French or Yoruba was the official language. Okay, fine, who cares? Right. But English is the official language. You can't speak yeah, yeah, stammering, yeah, yeah, babbling. It's like, what are you talking about? We don't even know what you're saying. No, nah, that's messed up. You damn near sleeping while talking. It's like you're too old. I hate the fact that old men. Like, I feel like even every nation, like, yeah, the cutoff should be like fifty-five. I'm I do, 60. Be, I do feel so. Like, once you hit sixty-five, once you can declare yourself a senior citizen, you shouldn't be able to run for public exactly. Office. No, you should not because that type of position is a high stress level. Because in any other job, you would have retired. Exactly. So you should why, not why you try 70? to run a, a nation. Like, even Bernie being old, like, we know he's a good man and you've been in this for a long time, but you old, G. But Kane was old as hell. I think about Bernie all the time. Like, y'all chose Biden over Bernie, but whatever. I mean, it is what it is. But, you know, all these people are old. Now, the one people are really rooting for is Peter O.B. So right now, the... How the election results, they're like, based on the election results going on right now, Atiku has 20, 20%. Tinubu um, has 31%. And Peter Obi is 41%. He, like, mm. He's a newer candidate. He's Igbo. You know, for the past couple of years, Hausas have been in charge. Yes. You know, because right now, even the president right now, he's Hausa. So this is going to the Igbo. Which, you know. So we can think of him as that, like, that Texas governor. that Not Texas. that um, It was a governor that everybody really wanted to win. Oh, O'Rourke. The, in the Texas and Texas races. Uh-huh. Before the governor that is now, I think it was O'Rourke. Okay. Who they really wanted. Like, the newer, fresh guy with yes. the good ideas. Yes. Uh-huh. He's not as old as this two other yes. men that I just mentioned. Um, and people, even our bastard former president is rooting for him. So people are really rooting for Peter Obi, fresh faced. We feel like, you know, you know, what he's standing for is what the nation needs. Um, people, what, what do Nigeria need? Like, okay, even right now, let me ask you as a cross-cultural individual that you've been to Nigeria, what would you like to see for your country for the next four years? Um, there needs to be definitely just structure in so many different ways. You know, I think. For sure, the electricity, like, yeah. in 2023, 2024, we should not be living in nations as popular as Nigeria yeah. without consistent um, energy. I actually just saw a post, and it was, like, all the things you want the new president to change. And I agree with all those things. They were speaking about, um, you know, to end the constant strikes. Yeah, like people, if you go to college for a five-year degree, let it be a five-year degree, not an eight-year degree. And that's how it be, G. Because of strikes, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um. You know, the kidnapping, as you mentioned, somebody needs to get a handle of what is going on yeah. in northern Nigeria and the why terrorism, terrorism. Yeah, is and it's and the, and the civil terrorism like that is well, domestic terrorism is the yeah. ter- all of that, that. That's just too much. So, and you know what? I just think that we should also just like just have more systems. Like Nigeria has no proper systems i feel it's like. organized chaos that's yeah. what it is and i feel like we've coped too long in that we don't have a solid infrastructure from the healthcare, from um education from transportation, transportation the roads it's like you have to be like the elite to have certain access to things. Because I did hear like there are certain areas in Lagos where there's traffic light and you have to obey the traffic light. Or like yeah. certain areas in Abuja. Like Abuja, you know. you know. Yeah. But that has to be the case in every place. You know what I mean? Like it's too much. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Another major thing that's going on that I do want to touch on really quick is the new narrow note. Oh, so yes. there's a new narrow note. I mean, this is not a new uh, first time where we'll have like a new note, right? Mm-hmm. However, they're running out of new narrow notes. And then the president has given like a timeline as, as to when, like how long we can use the old narrow note. After a while, the old narrow note is not going to be used anymore. 
But the issue is that people don't have access to new narrow notes. Mm-hmm. People are like businesses are not accepting old narrow notes. So it's like, what the heck do we so do? So it's like y'all literally ran out of money. Ran out of, and that doesn't make sense. It, Someone went to the bank and they gave them kobo. So a kobo is actually like the coins of Nigeria, like the penny cents. So imagine cents. you go to the bank and they're giving you quarters, nickels, and dimes. But mind you, at least motherfuckers, they accept it here. People don't use kobo in Nigeria anymore. Like yeah. people don't accept. They be like, "You giving me kobo? Like, like, like what? Like coins? Yeah, like what, what, what am I gonna do with this?" Someone told me that um, they were in Nigeria and they had to spend eighty thousand naira, like the, of the old notes, to buy forty thousand naira of. The new note. So basically, to say I had to spend eighty thousand dollars of old, you know, dollar notes to buy forty thousand dollars. Cause you saying that is double the price, like your ridiculous. Old, yeah. So you spending money to buy money. How does that ever make sense? That's crazy. I feel like that that, that mind blown, ridiculous. That is crazy. I don't even make no sense. So which is why people are ready for this current president to go. Okay. Um. May God help us, but I just want to give some updates on the politics and what's going on in the nation right now. Some global and, news, some okay. global Nigerian news. We hope for something better, so hopefully, you know, the election is currently going on, so hopefully the next couple of days we hear there's a new president. Oh, um, that's and exciting. And it's not rigged and, all that, rigged and all that. I definitely hope that it is a new foundation, a brighter day for Nigeria, because it just be a lot, you know. Like, I do think as somebody that grew up in America – I would love to be able to feel more comfortable in Nigeria. More, not like I'm uncomfortable. But, but you like, want to be comfortable. Like I want to be able to be like I can live in Nigeria. Like if everything goes south in America, I can be pack me and my family and everybody to go to Nigeria and not have to think heavily about it. Exactly, and not be like I have to spend millions to do it to enjoy. I want to be like, well, this country is it. So let me just go. I really do hope that ten years from now the conversation is different. True. Like, yeah. if the current president serves two terms, you know what I'm saying? I'm hoping that the conversation is really different. Yeah. Like, we're not saying the exact same thing. Because the conversation has been the same for, for a very, years. very, very, very long time. For years. It don't even make sense. But, yeah, let's go on to the next topic. All right, y'all. So, y'all, on the web this week... We see that, you know, everybody's going to concerts. People are doing their thing with concerts. And this week, we saw the artist Division had a concert. Well, Division is actually a group. So Daniel is one half of Division. So Uh let's say that. It was the artist Daniel. So, you know, Daniel of Division is having a concert. And you know how R&B artists do. They pick a girl in the crowd. They make you feel special. And if you are lucky enough to be that girl... You show out. Okay. You do what needs to be done. You say, you going to remember me. Mm. And that's what my good sis did. She gave him a twerk, a, a wine, a wiggle. She did what she had to do. Yes. Only for her to share this joy, this excitement of being chosen at a concert uh-huh. and doing what you got to do on your favorite artist, making a moment. Yeah. Sharing it with your best friend, your man. <laughs> Only for him to be hating on you. <laughs> He said, I see you had a good time. I see you shake your ass on the stage. When people say, I see you, and don't let you say that you shining to them, yeah. they ain't on you. So? They broke up. Just like that, the relationship was over. <laughs> and, you know, it makes people think, because when he posted this on Twitter, I saw a lot of conversation. Couldn't be me, King. Keep your head up. My girl could never embarrass me. Wow, some girls be out here thirsty. And he had me thinking, is 
is this a thing? Is this a conversation? So let me play devil's advocate real quick because, yeah, there's celebrities, like, whatever, whatever, but that's also a man, right? Yes. So it's like she was juking and shaking her ass on the man. Okay, she was popping that thing. Member. Twerk. Okay, like. Oh, member. I mean, come on. She can't say she'll feel a little thing. Okay, Zane. <laughs> Not member. Yeah, you know, and you never know if the member, you know, if it rose up. Oh. If it was attention. My member was rising. <laughs> Wow, you know, so for him, he's probably like, "Damn, you, you grinding another man." Okay, you know, like celebrity or not, that's another man. That's if this not is my me. favorite artist. This is nothing but a fantasy, right? Yeah, like I'm sorry, me and Drake. Uh huh. What you telling me? <laughs> this, who are so you? You gonna go all out? How far would you go with this? If Drake want to sleep with me, we can sleep together. Even while you're in a relationship? Yes, my Girl, man boom, has to know that. Boom, bye. You not. My man you're has not. to know you're not. that I am going to sleep you're with You're not going to do it. If the opportunity presented itself and I was in a relationship. And he was like, come to the hotel. My man would know me well enough to know. You're not. Dabby, I know you well enough. You're not going to fuck Drake. <laughs> if you're in a relationship. Don't let as, Drake as, be what I think he as is. As you said, it's a fantasy. Don't let Drake actually be charming. Don't let you think about. So if you are married, what if you are married? So that's your hall pass right there. Yeah, that's my. You hall a pass. lie. That is my you hall a lie. pass. Look, you if a my lie. husband told me if Rihanna was passed at him and she really wanted to have sex with him, I would let him do it. No, no, I would not. Okay. I'm sorry. Now for me, the dancing thing is like, come on, don't be petty. You know, this is probably the only time. Quite frankly, yeah. the only time I will ever dance or have this opportunity yeah. with this celebrity. And so, as you said, it's a fantasy. Yeah. It's freaking three, five minutes. I'm with you for the rest of my life or whatever. How long exactly. our relationship will last? So I think it is petty if he broke up or they broke up because of that. However, would I? If I am in a relationship, would I sleep with the individual? No, because then I'm cheating our relationship. It's uh, cheating. True. <laughs> no, it is cheating. Whether a relationship or marriage, it is. It is like them again. Celebrity or not, this is a whole different body, mm. entity, individual. Mm. You know. But I think the dancing thing is like, just don't watch the video, G. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I just feel like there's a level of like, nigga, get over it. Like yeah. you gotta know real from fake. But you know what? The funny thing is. um the guy, he tweeted like, damn, I even see this post. You know what? I'm going to show up and give her some flowers. So he showed up and gave her some flowers. Oh, like beautiful. Some nice, like a bouquet of roses and whatever. Nice. And then he tattooed her. She got her first tattoo by him. I'm now, like, that's what I ain't going to let Drake now, do. I'm like, I didn't know he was a tattoo artist, but she did make a tweet saying, how great is it that I'm getting my first tattoo for my favorite artist? That's cute if I was that that's type cute. of girl. But I don't think Drake, I can let Drake tattoo me. Then why? Because I'm not even You're a tattoo girl. What, what would you let him do? Oh, you let him fuck you. Girl, boo. That's what you let him do. A lot of things. Wow. I'll show your brother. Wow. I'll show your brother. I'll show yours as well. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, keeping on this trend, right, of what I find to be insecurities in men. Okay. Um, Let's talk about this ebony magazine cover that had the entire community shooketh. Okay. So Jonathan Majors 
is um, what I would like to call a Hollywood rising up and coming megastar, right? Uh-huh. We've seen Jonathan Majors in films such as um, The Harder They Fall, Lovecraft. He Lovecraft Country. Um, he is actually going to be in the upcoming Creed, as Ant-Man. well as he was introduced as the Marvel villain in Ant-Man. So uh-huh. all of these things say, check, 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 a resume, check. Okay. And naturally, he's been doing a lot of magazine covers. He's done Esquire, Inquire magazine. He's done all type of things. And this time, he decides to patronize one of our own in doing Ebony magazine. Yeah. Now, this Ebony magazine was done in February, and the styling of it seemed to have people up in arms. So the cover shows Jonathan Majors cross-legged in some bell-bottom jeans. It kind of has some designs on it with a big pink feather cape and a red hat uh-huh. and you know like a jean jacket i feel like that's pretty much the but color. he was like shirtless though kind of like yeah 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 like it was like the big bare chested yes um and you know that caused a real divide on social media and the conversation has arisen as the emasculation of black men uh-huh. a lot of black men got on social media to say that they feel like um, Jonathan Major, for lack of better words, was sissified Ooh. to to market himself Ooh. as an up and coming star. Uh huh. How do you feel about that? I said the cover. Um, I have nothing against what he wore. I think the only thing that would make me feel like mm, it looks a little a little slight zesty is like the lips. He was like <laughs> he had that like that's purse him. lips, well, you know the pout, whatever. But his outfit, I was fine with it. Like I'm, I'm all for men wearing pink feathers, whatever flowers. Like wear all of that. But I think I what people saw was cross leg and the pout. Yes, you know, for me it was mainly the pout, and the pout did give like uh, you give it Damn, attitude. I gotta see this pout because I ain't even peep. Yeah, I think the pout was just giving attitude. Okay, you know what I'm saying like it was just a slight like, I'm right. that shit. But I didn't see it as. As it wasn't giving Uncle Clifford, you know, that one. Oh, yeah, it, you know, so it wasn't given that, yeah. but I think for me, I I could see that mm, okay, it's giving a little attitude. That's all I saw. Yeah, when I first saw everything, the first thing that came to my mind was, Oh, this is cute, Valentine's Day. Yeah, that was what I felt. Absolutely, it was just that one pose, which was the main yeah. cover. That was what I'm. But the other shoes, the other pictures was fine. Yeah, but that made I, I saw that, and then I felt like maybe people because his legs were crossed. Okay, that maybe that gave feminine. Because I was like, I maybe if he was open leg and slouching, however yeah, men do, they might have not seen it as feminine. Of course. But I think the the, the bigger conversation uh-huh. is this: Do you feel that black men have to emasculate themselves to be seen in media? Whoa, because that's what they're saying. Black men are saying that they always have to wear a dress or they have to be seen as gay or there has to be this feminine energy for them to be received and praised. So what I would say, and I, I mean, I'm starting to feel bad because I feel like I'm the main one who be <laughs> talking shit about, you know, what should I say, other sexualities. And not necessarily talking about just based on my point of view. Um, I don't feel like black men has to be, has to be emasculated to get... Um, attention or recognition because there's so many black artists. Yeah. Denzel Washington, Michael B. Jordan, all of them, like, come on now, like, what? Yeah. If anything, this whole thing about fluid sexuality with black men is new. Yes. I think it's new. You yes. know what I'm saying? But what I would say is that I have noticed, I feel like with local, like, TV commercials yes. that we see every day, it's not the typical um, masculine black men. 
That's mm-hmm. what I have noticed. I would say it's either a black man with um, a white wife, mm-hmm. based on commercials. Like it could be you. Com- they're advertising biscuits, or they're advertising bed sheets or candles or whatever it is. It be it's a black man with a white wife or Hispanic wife, or it's um it's a black man with a white husband. Mm-hmm. You know, I never fool. You don't see that. Solid, full-on, black-on-black, black couple, black structure, family yes. structure. That's what I have noticed. Really, since I've become a parent, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, oh, you know, you see a little, you know, ambiguous mixed kids. I'm like, oh, let me see the parents. And is it like a black dad and a white dad or mm. a black dad and a white woman? So I think part of taking with the masculinity of just, it kind of takes away the, the, the masculine, solid, consistent structure of a black man in a black family i don't know Mm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. that's something i notice i don't see you know so i could get where people feel like damn not because i mean we've talked about it too like nowadays with a lot of shows the spice be like oh the man the black man is gay yeah and then it's like okay even if the black man is gay but what's more to the storyline yes like now y'all making gayness to be the whole personality facts and you know i think it's also an insult to gay people because it's like okay i'm gay but it's more to me i could be intelligent i could be uh inventor i could be a scientist i could be this and, and that, i could but still be masculine at, and i could still that's it that's the thing too. and that's it you know what i'm saying we don't be saying and but we see white masculine gay, gay men, men. We yeah. do. Come on now. We were all this Grey's Anatomy. The Asian guy and, and the, the, the Jewish yeah, doctor. She, yeah. Come on now. The Asian guy, he masculine as hell. Even yeah. though the Jewish guy, you can see like, okay, he a little feminine, but he's still, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to like gayness and black men, it's it so yeah. queen. It's like yeah. he's the queen to the yeah. T. Give yeah. us a mixture. Get Come on. Like we're Give not. Give us a normalized. Exactly. I do think that part of it is let's really have start having a conversation about what does it mean? What does it mean to be masculine? Okay. I think that's that's part of what we need to reframe. What does that look like to Black you? masculinity. Like what is black masculinity? Because I think a lot of the times when we have these conversations, it goes to finance. Right? Um, like for example, there was conversation around the Rihanna ASAP Rocky cover and a lot of people were like, Well, Rihanna make more than him, she the billionaire. So therefore I guess that was supposed to strip ASAP's masculinity. Mm-hmm. Right? Or when they talk about it, it's like control, like, oh, I'm the leader, I'm the head, I run this show. So I do I'm curious to hear black men define their own masculinity. And I feel like key word too is like, besides saying what's masculinity, but the black attitude with yeah. what makes, what is the black? The black masculinity. masculinity. Like what? what is the difference? Because when we're talking about love too, it'd be like black love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, I kind of get the concept because we weren't allowed to have that. We weren't allowed to be married. We weren't allowed to read. We weren't allowed many things. You know what I'm saying? But with that masculinity, like the blackness, where does that come from? What makes it different from white masculinity? For real. And I, and I would like, like, I think that so black men spend a lot of time um, saying what is taken from them, how they don't feel this, that, and the other. And I would like to see some of this energy reaffirming and building their own black masculinity messages. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see that. I love when black men are black men. Yeah. I love when black men have fun. I love I love seeing male relationships, honestly. Yeah. I think we need to we do need to see more male relationships, how men interact, what's what's their vulnerability with each other. It's not the same that we same as us as women, but what does it look like? So I would like black men to spend some more energy 
Yeah. Defining black masculinity for us. Yeah. So that we can know when people are deviating, when they're challenging it, what it is. Because I think for so long, we only knew it in certain spaces. Mm-hmm. And we just don't want to deal with that no more. Mm. What spaces did you feel like you knew it at? I feel like we just kind of only knew it as like hard. Yeah. Gangster. Mm. Thug. Um, homophobic. <laughs> misogynist. You know, I think that there's like when 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 people think and describe of a lot of aspects of like what make a black man a black man, it's like, oh, that shit gay if they don't do things that are deemed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, if some people have a, an acceptance of certain things, it's deemed gay. Yeah. Like it was a post on on Justin Boy the other day. Like, would you rather your man cheat on you or be in a club TikToking and like doing TikTok dances? And the comments was like, man, I'd rather have my man cheating on me. This shit gay. Blah, blah, blah. And also about um, um, if a straight man, he smokes hookah, that's some gay shit. That shit was hilarious. Now, that's but ridiculous. Seriously. Like, there's so many things, especially for black men, because this is a black conversation. It is. It's just so many things that all of a sudden it's like, pause. That's gay. No homo. All these things. So... Yeah, I think that I want black men to tell us, like, what what makes y'all black men? Give oh. us that. So that we can, and I think that we will stand behind it. I think that there's so much that, they think that we as black women don't care, or we wouldn't, or we are always challenging or whatever, but I'm like, nah, tell us what we're standing behind. We're okay. Doing. Like, don't allow us to create that narrative or um, description. Like, let us know what it is. You tell us. You Period. shine. Period. I, I I totally agree with that. But let me talk about that whole Rihanna photo shoot with her family. Yes. The way they analyze it, they're like, oh, because she's standing in front and her face is up high. She's masculine and she's in charge. And ASAP Rocky, his face is down. He's looking away. That's giving feminine. Uh, you know, he's weak. He, you know, I'm just like, even they did one for, um, what's this, this the basketball player, the light skin basketball player, Curry? Steph Curry and, and his Aisha, wife. yes, I saw that. like, the dick is facing downward. That's and so it's facing crazy. her vagina. And her, no, literally, that was the description. That I'm is just like, so crazy. whoa. Like, okay, y'all doing too much. But I think this definitely is a solid conversation. Yeah, because it's like, I, I find so often that when black men have these conversations, the conversation is geared towards saying how black women are taken from them or we don't cherish them or we don't do this. Like, tell us what you want us to see. Show it to us. What do you want us to do? Like, what, what do you want like, from seriously. us? What is it that you feel like black women are not given to black men? Seriously. Like, I, again, I had, an, I had a client, and he was one of those, what was those other, is it the fifth? Can they call? Which one is the fifth? Uh, those people, what's Erica Badu? Morse. Oh, the Moors. Is it Nation of Moors or the Moors? Black Moors, Black Moors. Mm. He, he's, he's one of those. And of course, so you know his point of views are very strong and super masculine and super like, you know. Big hotel, original hotel energy. <laughs> which I get, which I'm like, to some degree, I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Um, especially being in America, I understand like the need of having to like stay strong in some type as a black person because yeah. you're shipping from your culture. So it needs to create whatever to culture it is. To stand in it, you know? And I do believe, like, you know, the, the white men do take everything from black people. So I get that. Uh, but he was saying, so now, the kicker is I asked him, you know, he was saying all these things about black people. Like, he don't consider himself black uh. because black is is a social construct and it's the bottom and it's, 
you know, whatever. Like that term black is evil bottom whatever it's a mindset people black people are, are slaves and you know oh. that whole thing and i'm like okay i get the whole mental slavery because there are two people who are like mentally enslaved and right. that, that, that so you know he was heavy on that type of stuff and i was like what do you think about interracial relationship because i'm thinking if you this soul soul brother okay you are some black power to the people you should be like i believe in the black family he was like i ain't against it I'm like, nigga. In my mind, in my mind, I'm like, nigga, really, motherfucker. Yeah, no. And he, you know what he said? He's like, you know, and I get it. He was like, you know, you could be whoever you want to be with. But he was like, this country has pit black men and women against each other, which I do agree to a certain extent, too, um, because majority of black men are in jail, blah, blah, blah. The black woman has to fend for herself. You know, even back to slavery, it was like, I'm being raped and whatever, and the black man, you can't help me, whatever. So that had definitely has, you know, caused some type of division and, you know, um, um, you know, between black men and women. Um, but he was like, what he did bring, he was like, you know, even back in the day when welfare was a major thing, he was, you know, they only gave welfare to women who did not have a man in the household. Yes. So because of that, um, many women will like chase, they will like send the husband out or the mm-hmm. man of the household out. Like, you know, I'm trying to get this word from me and the kids so you can't live here. Yeah. Because they're going to come check the household and be like, do you have a husband? Do you have extra uh, finances coming in? And I was like, whoa. Like, you know, that's something major too, you know? Um, and he was like, hatred kind of like started from there too. This was like in the 80s and the 90s between black men and women because black men so like, you know, as a woman, you're not supporting me as a black man. You push me out to kind of vet for myself because you want to get this paycheck or welfare fund. I'm like, but you can't blame her, though, at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Because as you're saying this, I'm thinking, like, what was going on with this black man and he couldn't provide for his family? But if we're thinking back to the 70s to the 80s, like, let's not forget that, you know, we weren't given much opportunities. The black men, many of them went to to the army and they come back fucked up. True. They, they, come, come, they really do come back really fucked up, you know? That's true, that's true. Because it's like, yes, you know, I, I, I think they're like, here's the thing too. It's 2023. Some of this shit we got to let go of. And we got to move and make better choices. Yeah. I think that like, where I get upset at black men is that black men will sit here and create PowerPoints about how women are posing. Yeah. But they don't talk to black men about abandoning their families. They know these niggas ain't taking care of their exactly. kids. Exactly. Mind you, this was a 40-year-old man. So he... You way older. You know what I mean? This is a 40-year-old man. But I agree. We definitely, like, RHG, like, this man, this podcasters, let's talk about, oh, bitches and shit. We need to do better, G. Like, somebody should stand up and say, yo, y'all should stop talking about women like that. Yes. It's disgusting. Y'all should stop making it seem like something about white women is just better than black women. Yes. Because the same way that we sitting here saying, well, you know, black men in the 70s was going through it because they did that. Black men never give us that grace. They don't give us that grace. Of, they say, black women hard-headed as fuck, them bitches. Da, 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 da. Yeah. They don't say, well, black women had to learn to be tough because they, they had to fend we for themselves. Alone. Yes. We were left alone. And then when, when, when we finally got to a place where black men was, was with us, they, as soon as they got successful, they left us for white women. We don't talk enough about that. We don't. So that's what makes us hard and makes us feel away and makes us do this. They don't talk about that. Yeah. They don't sit here and have these same conversations and shit about how black men are killing each other in games. Yeah. Facts. And talk about it in music and going to jail Facts. over dumb shit like I'm not going to snitch. As we said, like black American culture, especially the male species, they're the only one that talk about killing each other, G. For real. You don't hear no country music, G, talking about 
Well, I'm finna go kill this white man on the street. I'm a man <laughs> cause Tommy got me. Because he fucked my wife. Like, no, they don't. And now I'm a single song about Tommy. <laughs> they don't do that. Like, they do not. Asian men don't do that either. Quite yo, yo, yo. I'm sorry, forgive me. <laughs> no, that was bogus, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the- <laughs> 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 What's that? Oh, Hispanics though. I mean, I don't know Hispanic music. I mean, Hispanic. They be doing some gangster shit. I ain't gonna lie, but it don't be like, come on, like it doesn't. Yes, I just feel like I I love black men. I really do. I'm always gonna choose you first. But I wish it was the same. I wish we were all equally chose first. Yeah. And I wish the energy that black men put into critiquing about all the shit that's wrong with them, they put into. Putting, I don't know, being more positive, enriching yourselves, doing something better than talking shit on the internet. So since we're talking about men, let's talk about there's a post on Instagram and a man, he posted like the four reasons why men get rejected. Um, The first one is you're just not attractive. She doesn't find you attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, She said you don't know how to hold a conversation. You're not confident. And it was one more. Do you remember what the last one was? Um, I think he said hygiene. Yes. It, yeah, it was hygiene, confidence, conversation. I mean, and, and you, you, you just weak. And I kind of no, I no, I, but he said all facts though. Everything he said is true. And a good example he gave is like you trying to, and I mentioned this last week. You trying to talk to a girl in a club or at the bar, and you see she doesn't have a glass. She doesn't have like a you know any drink in her hand, and you watch her pay for her drink, and then you now try and continue a conversation with her. No, that's ridiculous. That's the same as weak-ass men will meet you February 9th and not talk to you until February 16th to avoid Valentine's Day blues. I never expected you actually to get me something for Valentine's Day, you weak-ass nigga. Exactly. I just, you know, I just feel like that's weird. Now, like, like men do shit like that. That's what I'm saying. It's like these be the same niggas that say that that they emasculated. Exactly. No, that's goddamn ridiculous. Like, you really think I'm that type of woman, G? You think I'm thirsty? Like, you could say happy Valentine's Day with a heart. That's okay, G. That's cute. Thank you. You acknowledge. And it's crazy because this happens all ages. Yeah. All ages. Yeah. From college age. Because think about when we were in college, it was the same thing. Now we we damn near our 30s. It's the same conversation. My high school relationship is similar to my 30s relationship. And and that's a shame. Another thing he said, he was like, your conversation is dry. A lot of men don't know how to hold conversations. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, you know, I mentioned I was unhinged for a little bit. I deleted it. But the conversations don't go beyond, hey, how are you? And what are you doing? And I'm like, I hate when I find myself thinking of of topics or conversation. I'm the main one asking you a question. And you don't have the common, common sense to reciprocate the question. So I be like, even be like, and you. Yes. But, but quite frankly, after a while, that and you be pissing me off. Because I'm like, if I didn't ask, this, you, ask you this, you would know to ask me this? Because what men's problem be? Is that they don't care to get interest in anything other than the shit they're interested in. Like, they'll watch basketball, they'll do this, they'll watch movies, but they won't say, oh, what's some shit that women be interested in that I can learn about to have a conversation with? But women do that. We'll say, like, oh, 
let me know what fucking teams are playing in the Super Bowl. Fact. To at least say who you rooting for in the Super Bowl. No, that's for because I don't watch any sport. I don't but watch that when shit. I know any major sports going on and I hear like, oh maybe he likes soccer. I'd be like, so what team? How you feel about Arsenal and Manchester? Like I would intention I would then even Google real quick. Let me see who play real quick. Yeah. Just to make conversation and know that I am, you know, paying attention and have some sort of interest in what you like. Ridiculous. Men just be I yeah, I, I just really feel like a lot of this comes from a certain level of insecurity. Absolutely. And, you know, I just I just feel like, yeah, guys just be missing their own roadblocks. They really do be missing their own roadblocks. And lastly, he did talk about attractiveness. And I do want to talk about that. I feel like, you know, men are more superficial than women are. Facts. And when we talk about attractiveness, like, you don't have to be the cutest. Like, you don't, got, you don't have to be Tyler, what's his name, Tyler Lepley. Tyler Lepley. Lepley fine. Like, you don't have to be that fine. But when we say attractiveness is on some, like, he may not be all that cute, but at least he smell good. He smells good. he got some good teeth. He dressed well. He don't and, be wearing old ass shit that he should have thrown away. Okay. Okay. He ain't got no holes in his shirt. Old ass faded ass clothes and fabric. You, you see some clothes, it's locked down. You need the neck, the collar. That's how you know you should get rid of that. Get Gee, rid of it. Come on. Get rid of it. Well, I hate men with long nails. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Or like your nails are dirty. And I hate men that don't do shit with their hair. Get a haircut, get a lining. Even if you grow hair, I hate niggas that just grow their hair and think that that's the hairstyle. Get a lining. Still, still, still get a lining. Still yeah. clean. That's like me never doing my eyebrows. <laughs> And if you know you're not finna get a line in, at least let your your grooming, your facial grooming match up. No, because there's some people who have but like hair. Get a line, that's part of it to me. Like, clean some, up. some people who have hair, they're like, they don't like to get linings. Because I've encountered people that are like, you know, I don't want to like, they don't like the whole lining, whatever look. Oh, that crisp ass. Yeah, but it's just like, at least you have, something has to look neat. Be groomed in one way or the other. I hate when men have really bad skin. Yeah, wash your face, dirty ass nigga. Because you can tell when people don't wash their face. Yes. You can see those. White hair. Or don't watch their pillowcases. Oh, God. Ingrown hairs. God. That fingernail still be bothering because it's I'm like, so you finger bitches with these nails. Ew, don't touch me. That's what I think. So in these nails, this is what you put in people's vagina. Like, don't touch me. I can't suck those fingers. Or your teeth is too. I mean, I don't have perfect teeth. I'm going to keep that. I'm going to keep it a book. But certain teeth, you could tell, like, you got butter on your teeth. Gee, you want floss. Having perfect straightness of your teeth is different than teeth hygiene. Plaque is different Black, than that's what it is. Don't Black. come to, you don't floss at your big age. I'm but how you have plaque, though? That means you don't brush your teeth on the right. You go days without brushing your teeth on yeah. dusty ass. Yeah. Uh-uh. And that's what it is. It's like, we women, like, we don't just be about the face. It's the whole package. It's what we call packaging. Must be Packa- Like, yeah, it's what we package ourselves too now. Whether you got heavy breasts, you know how to package this way to For stand real. right. You hear me saying? We do our eyebrows. Make sure our skin look decent. We look presentable. Not all bitches look great. You hear me saying? But you have to package yourself well, like, okay, you're presentable. Exactly. I'm cute. Girl. What are you? What are you? What you got? Are you handsome? You're not cute. You're not confident. You don't know how to hold a conversation. And you dirty? Gee, goodbye. Gee. Goodbye. We almost forgot to talk about Rihanna getting all 100 FCC complaints about her performance. <laughs> that was too sexy. Like, really? Did you think Rihanna's performance was too sexy? I didn't think it was too sexy. First of all, that was the most conservative I've ever seen her on a, on a stage. I her know. whole body was covered. Covered, you know head saying? to toe. Is it a little like the bend over as she did? 
That's what I'm trying to think. Like, what part of it was? I guess it's a little fake little twerk she did. The choreographers, they weren't. It wasn't giving vulgar. It wasn't giving like sex appeal. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was really thinking about it. Like, wait, what, girl? Are you excited to have her um, to see her perform at the Oscars? I am actually. I, I really am. You know, I think this is this is a this. She on a nice wave. She I ain't gonna lie. Like you know, Lift I like that song. And it, it, and that oh, song gives Oscar vibes. Me. No, it's appropriate for the Oscar. I just want to hear that shit. Oh, be done. It's gonna go- be good because she was sounding good, child. So that's what that no we to do to that voice, vo- Rihanna. Okay, listen, her vocals were strong. I ain't gonna lie, like that song. That's one that listened to you. I was tearing up, bitch. Oh, oh, oh God, you're sorry. <laughs> no, I was emotional that day. I'm saying. Cause I just watched Black Panther too for you, the fact. What do you think about it? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Girl, boom, you doing the most. What do you think about it? What did I do? I didn't even say nothing. All I said was. What is, okay, no, for real, for real. What do you think about I'll it? I give it like a six. I would say a seven. Why a six? I felt like there were some storylines that didn't need to be in there. It was like, like, um, like the the thing with the the inventor girl. The girl, I mean, I guess to advance the storyline, but her character was just kind of almost unneeded. Okay. I, like, I see how it advanced the story, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it was a, like, they added her and then they did nothing with her. I think the point of adding her, especially with her being an African-American, you know what I'm saying? She was like the lost sister. She was the cross-culture? Yeah, like the lost sister, you know, she's not from our land. So the fact that the mom, I mean, I was mad that the mama lied to save her, you know what I'm saying? I mean, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, but... You said lied. You said what? You said lied. I said lied. What do you mean lied? She She died. died. I said lied. Yes. Oh, I thought I said died. She died to save her. So I feel like that's part of like, okay, she's not of the Wakanda people. She's a lost sister. You know, and also to highlight like black people in technology, I think that would make her be yeah, another no, point. Yeah, no, I guess too. like I saw, but I was just like this. But I felt like if anything, I feel like I wish they showed a little bit more about her because I'm like, okay, what else did she create? I mean, how I, did she get here? Yeah, like they didn't really show like all we saw that she was charging white white kids because she was make doing that assignment for them. You know what I'm saying? It's like then she was the new Iron Man. The shit was weird. I I, I honestly think. Sorry, I love Chadwick Boseman. Man, so rest in peace. Uh-huh. They should have recast Black Panther. I wasn't mad about this sister being Black Panther. I, it, it was useless. Damn, she really? she not she can't because she can't carry. Because it's like so now what's gonna happen to the rest of the? She cannot carry it. Why? Can't Letitia she carry? Wright. She not she's not that strong of an actress. She did oh. the best that she could do. She did a great job of what she did. However. I'm not going to watch her in any other... She's not going to do crossover Marvel movies. No, no. Okay, now, this one I would say. I was okay with her being Black Panther for this um, part two. Because she was only Black Panther for how many minutes in the movie? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now, would I watch another Black Panther 3 and her being the main Black Panther? Mm, I don't no. know. Yeah, that, how does see that I agree no. with? That I agree with. It just whole totality of like, eh, you know... But I, I wasn't mad. I like that Mbaku became the king of... I hope so. We're assuming that, that yeah. Mbaku was the... It became the next king. Uh, yeah, because no one came to challenge him because he actually exactly wants to That's what I'm saying. We, we're assuming that and, that, and I like that as well. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, y'all should have recast it so that we can see a little bit more. Like, Wakanda as a storyline is not over. And it's I also over. felt that, like, there are so many strong supporting characters that yeah. they could have dived into. Like who? Um, Okoye, the, the leader. Uh-huh. Nakia, they, they just 
threw Nakia somewhere else. Which was Nakia again? Lupita's question, uh, character. Oh, the kind yeah, I mean, I guess she's in Haiti. She's Even a teacher in now. Buku, we could have expanded more with him in the storyline, not as sporadic it, as it, he it was. It could have been, yeah. There's a lot. I just feel like, you know, to support black men. Yeah. This could have been, like, we didn't have to erase a black man as a lead and whatever there was. Yeah. To make space for the 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 Native American Indian man wherever was going. What do you on. think? What happened? Now he was a good villain. That I would say he was a great villain. Very good. Like he was the, a great act, villain. the acting was like he did, it was there. And, and you know I don't. He I ate, didn't he like ate it. He the ate fact it. that that he ate whole all of them. thing he, he ate, ate them all, all of them. That's all Doctor Umar said. That's no, why that he said. No, listen. That's why he said I ain't finna let my kids watch Mexicans beat black people ass. Nah, G. G. they did though. Now after I watched that movie, they did. I went back to that Doctor Umar and I said, brother, like, no, like listen, Doctor Umar be tweaking, but he but has he, some strong points and certain a, things a, he said. A broken say. clock is right twice a day. Man. Like listen, I'm like you weren't lying because he ate all of them ass. I'm like, I mean, it is kind of you know. Black Panther sort of won. And it was a fake-ass win because he really kills her ass. He whooped her ass. He killed her ass. They just wanted to keep her alive for the movie. Yeah, it's at the very end that she tried. She caught his wings and she made him dehydrated. He killed that bitch, But he had more people. He they smoked the ass G. I'm they not did. gonna lie. It's for the movie that they let them yeah. win at the end of the yeah. It yeah. Re- yeah. the logistic already showed. Hell that no. they beat your ass. Angela Bassett did a great job. She was amazing. Like I was like, whoa, I felt the whoo. She carried the movie. She did. I she was mad she died. I was wondering why she was getting why awards. She, she was getting so many goddamn awards for this movie. I was like, she was in Black Panther 1 and y'all ain't seen shit. Exactly. So then when I saw the movie, I was like, she carried she the didn't movie. Have to, I don't feel like she had to die, G. I feel like she didn't have to die. She did. It, so that's what I'm saying. Y'all just ended Black Panther. Because like, I, I feel like the death was nonsense. They like, ended Black Panther. It was a nonsense. Like, death. if she was to die, give me a stronger death. They didn't death, even give G. her a valiant, How, she noble gonna death. die in the Drown water like that? that? What? She didn't even drown gracefully. It wasn't deep water. It wasn't even no deep ass battle. She just drowned. She just, I'm like, that it was I just like her wig floating. I'm like, damn. She, then I was like, why she started showing her hair? I'm for real. I started thinking that, like, why she started showing her hair like this? Why? Why? She, and then she wore her bogus ass at a James Cadillac Records wig. Why the hell she ain't died with a head wrap? Yeah. She could down with her little hair, right? Why she had no braids, though? She in Wakanda. Why she ain't have no all the, all the way to the back braids? Bogus Bogus ass 27 piece. I mean, the piece wasn't bad, though, but it was just like, come on. It ain't fit my queen. It didn't fit her. No, it didn't fit her. It looked artificial as hell. What blew me the most? Why y'all sneak Michael B. Jordan back in this film? (laughs) That nigga was. Who you gonna choose? You gonna be me or your weak ass brother? You better get vengeance. Who you gonna choose? (laughs) <laughs> that was that, it was a that was a that was so useless. That could have it was supposed to be Angela Bassett. If they was gonna do, it was supposed to be Angela. Angela. Is so powerful. It was supposed to be Angela. Bassett. My daughter. Yeah, that was that would have see because then if they had that moment, then I could have bought into her becoming a fucking Black Panther. Facts. Facts. Why the fuck is it? Facts. Michael, fact. what? Talking about, you finna beat me? Because I'm a strong nigga. Yeah. No, what? facts. Because that shit, man, it, I was confused after that. Like, I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm watching this shit like, well, I'm this far in. Okay. <laughs> Damn. I Wait. was like, let me hear lift me up. <laughs> but you know what? I love the son at the end, though. He looked like, he damn near looked child. That was a perfect no, kid the, to No, now that was cute. He was like, now my was name, was, my name now, is T'Challa. He said, can you keep a secret? secret? Oh, my God. Then I was like, oh. 
I don't. I ain't gonna start. They didn't write their love lives well. They, they did didn't, not because I'm like, from where ready. to where pregnancy? The child is seven, Cash. eight years old. They, from where to where? Come G. on, it's not even a small child. It's a seven, eight year old yes. boy. Gee, then they tried to make it emotional when she was talking to Okoye, talking about some. To y'all, he was Black Panther. To me, he was everything. <laughs> Because, no, because how the first one ended, it was like they're still trying to figure out their relationship. I thought they was damn near friends. Me too. I didn't know they went deep. I'm like, now they was fucking. When they was fucking. Exactly. <laughs> when they had a whole son. I be, like, I knew, like, there was love interest in here. But I didn't but, know it was deep like this. And I guess, you know, I guess he wasn't meant to die. Ooh, but... Yeah, no. Y'all could have just kept it like she was grieving. We knew who she was. Y'all really had to do. The son was a cute touch, but it was like. He was too old. Unless this little nigga go on to become Black Panther, I don't really care. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, was a cute. cute touch. That's what it was. It couldn't better. I enjoyed it. I, you know, I like Wakanda. Enjoyed it. My son loved it, actually. Like, him watching it. He was like, I thought he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Them like, underwater. Gee, that was great. That underwater shit. I said, damn. That was my favorite part. I said, that shit look better than Wakanda. Oh, man. Umar was right. Tell me, I brought the sun down. Why the fuck did they have vibranium? Honestly, I don't even, I still don't understand why they had vibranium. So they had vibranium because it was under, you know, like their their country was being attacked by white people. I get in the Uh storyline. I'm just saying, like, why did they write for other people to have vibranium? Because that was was the whole. That was the whole point of Wakanda being the the best and richest nation. And I mean, maybe to say like we ethnic brown colored people that we all have like the same thing, and white people are the enemy at the end of the day. Well, it didn't help them; it hurt us. So actually, y'all were still the fucking enemies. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Us. Because even at the end of the day, it still gave that, you know, I swear it to them right now, but later on, they're going to need our help. Yes, I was like, damn, y'all going to make him the lead? Exactly. Like, later on, they're still going to come to us, and they're going to they gonna they're need, gonna need us. So it, it still didn't give unity. Yeah. It didn't give unity at the end of the day. It did not. Yeah. I was like, this under the sea, Little Mermaid bullshit. This shit. And their technology was more advanced than everything. It was. Girl. That motherfucker was living like Avatar. Fact. I was like, oh no, Fact. we done slip. Yeah, it was it was decent. Um, but yeah, um, that's pretty much it. Let's go to our next favorite um segment of the day. All right, you guys, you know, every week we gotta talk about somebody that did some real goofy ass, dumb ass, little lame ass shit, which we'd like to call the Olodo of the Week. An Olodo. Somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Oh Lord, Rabata, goofass. Yes, so our Lodo of the week is Ashley Darby. Ashley Darby, she's the cast. She's one of the cast of um, uh, what's it called? Real, Real Housewives of Potomac. And if you don't know, she she's like our age. I feel like she's thirty two. Yeah, and she married an older white man, and I feel like he's in his early sixties, if anything, maybe fifty nine, sixty. He's an old white man. Um, so basically, her storyline: she married this old white man. Um, you know, they have a really fluid, hypersexual life. Like they have threesomes, things of that nature. Even in the previous seasons, um, her husband has been accused of you know touching men's butt under you know the producer's butt on the show, and even saying that he would like to suck one of the other husband's penis. You mm-hmm. know. So basically, the reunion. Um, they're divorced. 
Are they divorced officially? I think, or like so. think they're in the finally the they're, final they're process. In the final phases. Of and it. they were like, okay, so what you get it, girl? Like what you get it? Because obviously you married this man for something. And she's like, I'm not getting anything because obviously, because I didn't read the prenup that well. Because I'm only getting child support, but based on the prenup, it's so nipped up tight that I don't have access to anything. And if that if that's not some load of dumb behavior, I don't know what it. Well, I don't know. Like that's some dub straight double hole behavior. What y'all listeners and viewers have to understand too is that this show has been on for six, seven years. And in these six, seven years, the whole premise of Ashley's storyline is that she married this old-ass man for the money. So much that there was even a season where storyline was they have to redo the prenup. And part of redoing the prenup was that if she had kids, she would have an immediate access to his funds. Uh Like, this was a whole... Part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. Only for her to say, she don't even know what his net worth is. How you married? I mean, she was married to him for at least three, four years. She was married to him for like seven years. Think about it. The show the itself. The show has been seven years. For like seven years. And they were married before they we went there newly. They didn't get married yeah. on the show. Yeah. Matter of fact, they were married for like ten years. No, Maybe it's nine. That, that, that's a shame because I'm like, so you didn't hire a lawyer? To go over the prenup. Now, let me keep it real, G. Are you against prenup? Mm-mm. I'm not against prenup. Like, if my husband say he want me to sign a prenup, I'm going to give me a lawyer. Let's read fine prints. From yeah, let's just one. Let's organize the prenup. Okay, and I'm going to say what I want in a prenup. Yeah. And I as well, I'm going to give you as a prenup too. Simple. So now with that, particularly how prenup work is like, okay, whatever we came into marriage, we keep, you know, that's uh, ours. Oh, shit. And then whatever we do together, if I make a business in the marriage, we split it. Now, with her situation, it's that the business that they had in relationship, because he used his money from his previous businesses into the business that they have in relationship, is still considered his. Yeah, and she you don't know? do shit. She don't do shit. She she's not, so it's not like she's a CEO or CFO. And she don't do shit. She's literally just his wife. So The only thing she do is TikTok. Yeah. She don't have no business. She don't have no hair care line. Even if she has lip gloss. You should, like, li- she should have been, came out with a workout line. Yoga line. Yoga line. No, she's sitting there judging everybody else and their marriages in love. And the only thing you get is child support. And it's like one thing one of the housewives said. She said that what I did to get my husband, I'm going to keep doing it to keep him. Because the reason why I get divor- one of the reasons why I get divorced is after she had her kids, she didn't want to do the threesomes and the whole, you know, sex parties and all this shit that it used to do. Yeah. And he's like. Bitch, that's how I met you. That's what I and met it's you like, for. Girl, you married this old ass man. He doing this stuff at an old age. You think when y'all get married, he gonna stop for you? Yeah. Meanwhile, he's been married before. He has kids yeah. your age. So you think you're that special? You're I'm not, sorry. You're not that one. Your cushy ain't that special, G. You just, you lucky y'all got married. That was you hitting the jackpot. Your and you ain't even doing well. Your cushy clutty ain't that great. Cause he's like, I feel let you go. That's why she a big old Very dumb. Ladies, be sharp, please. What did you think of Candace's comment, though? About? About, like, how they judged her for having generational wealth and living in her mama's house. I mean, I didn't consider that generational wealth, but maybe. <laughs> I was like, oh, generational. Candace but, is missing the fucking point to me. No, she's missing the point. I'm not against her mama supporting her or, you know, that being her mom's house, but it's the fact that you are a 30-year-old woman 
You know what I'm saying? And he definitely did give, like, you're relying on your mom. To me, it wasn't even her being 30. Because if I was my age, you know, shit, I'm almost 30. And uh-huh. if, say, if I wanted a house with my mom, was, it was one of her homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was living in her home. She just paid her mortgage for her shit. That's fine. It's the fact that you married to this old-ass man and both of y'all living here. That was what it was. That's what it was. That's nobody, what it was. It wasn't nobody talking about your mama it, taking it care of you. It was you were married. It was your mama taking care of you and, and your husband. Man. Get the fuck and, out of here. And it was husband. Yeah, my husband. Older husband. Your old ass That husband. got kids. Girl. Okay. That got teenagers. Lie, baby. That's I'm what it sorry. was. You right. She tried to bring in some black people and not generational wealth. I'm, I'm like, what generational wealth? I'm like, generation? What's that, the that's generation? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what was the generational wealth? Is that? Like, I wasn't mad at that. Sure, let me your mother She out. tried it. I said, Girl, Candace, boy. baby, bye. That's how she tried it and said, what's her name? Accused him of sexual assault, but I digress. Ooh. She said Giselle. Oh. Accused, but I digress. Girl, I digress. that's a whole different conversation. Nonsense. Yes, yeah, so let's get to the other, uh, one of our favorite segments. We like to highlight somebody um, every week that cares for us, does something special, does something um, that really contributes to our community. And this week's Care for the Culture is Dr. K. Jacobs. What Dr. K. Jacobs does is that she found an opportunity to celebrate and affirm patients of color. What she ended up doing is that she came up with these coily textured hair kits for children suffering from um, ailments and diseases where they may lose all of their hair. So a lot of the time, you know, when we see those um, little girls that have to get pieces for their hair, a lot of the time it's like definitely given Brazilian body wave, bust down, you know, very mature, very straight, very uh-huh. not little girl. Yeah. So she found um, a way to get like more natural Little, you know, more natural hair texture so that the styles and the hair could be more age appropriate. And, you know, as a girl that really, really, really struggles and has to put a lot of effort into her hair, I think that there, this, that's, you know, nothing feels better than making sure your hair blends. Absolutely. That's, you know, because when you do see all these kids in the hospital, when you do see all these kids in the hospital, they just, their hair is the last thing they think about. Like, literally, like, they... The last thing is the physical aspect. And especially as black girls, black women, our hair is a major part of us. At least with white girls, okay, they can comb their hair. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like with black hair, we need extra care. We need, ex- yes. we need extra product. It's not the whatever whatever product they produce or yes. they provide at a hospital. It's not the same that will work for us. Yes. So for her, like she's giving out little kits, like a little purse with shampoos that, that works with texture hair and conditioners and the right comb and stuff like that. That's amazing. Like what? Hair care goes all the, all the long way. All the way. And if anything, I feel like that would also improve one's health too. Yeah, when you feel good about yourself, I feel like when you feel good, Mentally, internally, it really starts to show itself physically. Exactly. Absolutely. So kudos to her. All right. So that's pretty much the end of the episode. Do you have any final thoughts you want to give before we end it? Happy Black History Month. You know, is it just me? I feel like this Black History Month is not giving Black History Month. But I don't know if it's just me. It's I don't feel it's a celebration. I feel like it, be, it feels more hyped normally. We're normalized now. Once we had that big ass George Floyd, Juneteenth, rush of blackness, it's, that's it. We just part of regular. Okay. We we done fell in the President's Day. Yeah. All the other Valentine's Day, all the other commercial holidays. Yes. That's how it is. It's too. so much in yeah. the one month. 
Um, but yes, I have um, a quote, and it's by Donald Donald Glover. It says, "Black men struggle with masculinity so much. The idea that we must always be strong really presses us all down. It keeps us from growing." And that's pretty much it. Maybe mm. one day we'll have like a ho- uh, a guest, like a black man, just to hear like their point of view. Like, what's the black man struggle? Period. What be your pain? But black men out there, we love y'all. We want to advocate for you guys. You we guys, do. You know, definitely also educate us, um, enlighten us. You know, let us know what you need. Like, we are your support system. Don't be going out strong to, to, to white motherfuckers and you know the lat- I mean hey we ain't we ain't against interracial I'm against love. that shit let me talk to <laughs> man I am against I interracial, interracial man. Love. I don't I ain't gonna condemn you if it happens whatever I ain't gonna throw stones at you but I'm against it damn I ain't against I ain't it maybe because I've been exposed to it I ain't but, for it um I'm more for you know we black women out here we need you and you need us, quite exactly. frankly. You need us. We Stop need each other. We need each other. We see each other. We are each other. And this is Cross, Cross Culture. Culture. Okay. <laughs> I'm a logo. Somebody who is a dumbass. Stupid. Makes me. <laughs> It's Cross Culture. You know how we like to start. Cross culture.